Hey everybody, it's the Steel Mace Nation podcast and I am your host, Fred Moore. If you are new to this show, please like and share it. So I am a firefighter and I use steel mace and steel clubs a lot. Um, I originally was on Instagram as uh, Steel Mace Firefighter, the Steel Mace Firefighter. But then I decided I wanted to do the Steel Mace Nation podcast so I decided to call it the Steel Mace Nation uh, to be more open to the entire community of Steel Mace users. But I'm still the Steel Mace firefighter, um, and anybody who is in the fire service who spins a mace is a Steel Mace firefighter. And that is one area where I have to admit I thought I would make more headway into uh, reaching out into the first responder community that is and you know really getting steel mace on the map for firefighters and police and EMS workers the thing about the steel mace is that it is I think the perfect tool for firefighters especially when they want to exercise on shift now there's a lot of firefighters that you can find on social media working out with sandbags kettlebells uh you know doing ropes flipping tires even just doing regular weight training and that stuff is all good and you know i do that stuff as well when i'm on duty but um i'm also busy a lot at the firehouse and we go on tons of bells sometimes and not sleeping well and things like that and to be able to do these really exhausting workouts requires a lot of energy that I may not have. And, you know, if you train in the middle of the day, uh, lifting heavy sandbags and doing kettlebell workouts, and then after, you know, an hour after you get done working out, you got to go to a big fire, you might have used up a lot of your energy. So this is like one of those situations that when you get to the fire service you just have to figure out on your own how hard you want to push yourself and all that stuff um so but one of the things is the option of steel mason clubs really is a brilliant option if you're willing to explore it and give it time and i think uh one of the problems with you know, introducing this modality to people, especially guys, especially firemen, you know, everybody just wants to get right to something and get it done. You know, a kettlebell will give you a pretty good workout, even if you don't have good form. You'll feel the burn, right? You'll feel like you did something. A steel mace, steel clubs will too, except not right away because you have to learn on lighter equipment before you can take the plunge and move up in heavyweight. It's just what you have to do. Um, There's some people that are very well coordinated and pretty strong. They could maybe start with a 15 or a 20 pound mace, possibly. But at the end of the day, it's still better to always learn with your 10 and move up slowly, making sure you have good form. Because it is a safe modality once you learn how to do it properly. You got to get through all those technical errors and it's not worth it to like start off with a 15 or a 20 and 
a month later have trouble with your elbows, right? That's not what you want to do. That's going to ruin you for everything else that you like to do, plus your job. So um, it's really important to take the time to learn the skills first. And I think this might be where a lot of people, uh, they don't see the benefit and then they quickly quit. So I just wanted to make this video discussing this, the importance of um, just seeing it through to get to the point where you're really training really hard with Mesa clubs. Now, if you look through video, uh, video of me or anybody else who's been doing it for a while, you'll see uh, we're moving heavier Mason clubs around. We're also incorporating in maybe, um, you know, some body weight work or stuff that I like to do. I, I, I like to use all the typical gym workouts, like the, the you know, the gym rat workouts, we're using machines, squat racks, stuff like that. And then, you know, putting mace or clubs into that training segment you know nothing's wrong with doing squats and getting big strong legs and then you know in between sets or right after you get done doing four or five sets of squats swinging a mace to kind of like you know break up all that tightness that you just developed from having all that pressure on your back um, works great gives you additional calorie burn uh, gets you using uh, other body parts besides just your legs and you know, uh, it helps you attack your core more. There's there's so much benefit to it. So I, I think we should cover that, guys. I think we should talk about, you know, I just want to impress upon you how useful this equipment is if you're on the fire service or military or police um, or anybody, really, right? So I do the podcast now for almost four years and there's 230-something episodes. Feel free to look through these episodes. Listen to the interviews. Listen to me talk about it. Listen to others talk about it. And uh, glean all the information that you can. There's a lot of good hidden nuggets of information. It just What I mean by hidden is just that it's in the podcast somewhere. You got to just listen. Um, you know, I'm not highlighting those things and making shorts for people because it's a ton of editing that has to occur. And I'm not going to do that. Maybe when I retire from the fire service, I'll, I'll have that done. In the meantime, uh, a video like this is useful because we're going to get to a good portion of that stuff. Whatever I can think of from the top of my head right now, I'm sure I'm going to leave stuff out and I'm going to have to come back and do more of this. But the Steel Mace Firefighter podcast or whatever you want to call this uh you know a a special a steel mace firefighter special for the steel mace nation podcast so when you first learn you're gonna have to learn light makes sense right when you guys got on into the fire academy they probably had you throwing a 16 foot ladder before you threw a 28 foot ladder and you threw the 28-foot ladder before you threw a 35-foot ladder. And before you stretched the two-and-a-half-inch line, you stretched the inch and three-quarter line. And, you know, you work your way up. This makes sense for anything you do in life. If you have kids and you're getting your kids into a sport or something like that, 
let's say it's soccer, kids real little, you're not going to buy them the number five full-size uh, regulation ball. It gets a little too big for them. They're still little. You're going to get them a smaller ball. And then when they get older and they're showing that they're interested, you're going to buy them something bigger. Um, it's This is like everything in life. So there's no shame in the game here in picking up a 10-pound mace, which if you guys are listening and you never even touched a 10-pound mace before and you think that it's just such a light little thing, it's like a toy, well, it will feel like one at some point, but not when you first use it, not when you do your first swing. Uh, It happens to be a very safe weight to use, Um, and that's important. I indicated this earlier. You don't want to learn on a heavy mace or club because if you if your technique is off, you could wind up aggravating, you know, injuries or something like that. So my best recommendation, guys, is to get a coach. Now I coach uh, in New Jersey. I do workshops. I have traveled to do workshops. If you are a fire department that's like pretty proactive with fitness programs and stuff, talk to your training department, have somebody contact me. I could fly in or drive in depending on proximity and I could spend all day with you guys. You know, normally I could do a workshop in 90 minutes and get you all going. You'll have your own maces and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I, I leave you with material so you could uh, reference so you, in case you forget something. And, of course, uh, put you on an email list. You can email me and you can even, I, give, I give guys my phone number and they could text me and I can help them out. Uh, especially if you take one of my workshops. Um, if that's something you can't do, you get yourself a mace. You could uh, hook up online with me. And I, and I run little classes online. You can do it with guys you work with. Uh, so you could train together, which makes it easier for me because I actually like it when I have at least two people on the other side of a Zoom call because uh, you know, it can be a little difficult sometimes using video to, to teach people this stuff. I've, I've gotten a lot better at it. Uh, but when I have two people, one person usually gets it a little bit quicker than the other person. And then I, I have the, the, the person doing it better kind of show the other person while I'm there. I kind of tell them what to show them and what to do. And that works really good. So anybody listening, if you want to do a zoom call with me for coaching, ask somebody else if they want to get in on it with you. Okay. You guys can split the cost and, you know, I'm not going to charge extra for two people. It's just one session. So, and it'll be beneficial. You have a training partner, somebody to do this with. And of course, uh, like I just said, there's that technical aspect of the teaching that I like to take advantage of and it works well. So you do that. You, you do one of these things, um, but you get it. And, and if you're already in a workout program, let's say you do, you know, a typical five day split or you do push legs pull or something like that you could use the mace either on your days off in between which is you'll see it's not the same kind of workout it's a good workout but it's it's lighter and it's and it helps with your recovery i guarantee you if you do it in between the day 
the days you train, that on those days you train, you're going to feel better. Like you're going to feel more into the next workout. But you could also do it when you're um, tra training that day. Like I said earlier, let's just say you're doing legs and you're doing squats and leg press, leg curl, leg extension, um, step ups, kettlebell swings, all these different things like that. You could take your 10 pound mace or your 15 pound mace and you could essentially work that in to your training program. You could use it to warm up with. Okay, so um, let's talk about warming up. Do you guys warm up before you work out? Like, come on, do you really? You know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a personal trainer, and I always warm up my clients. And you know what? When I'm training myself, you know how many times I skip my warm-ups just because I got things to do and people to see. And, you know, that's a no-no, especially as you start getting older, especially as the job starts to chew you up a little bit. You have to take these you have to take the time to have a really good warm-up. Uh, they say, you know, as you get older, your warm-up should be, like, longer than, than your main training. And I find that sometimes that is true for me nowadays. Uh, not all the time, though. Some days I feel pretty good, and I just get right, right to it. But I've skipped a lot of my warm-ups. But nowadays, I have no excuse. Uh, there's always a steel mace nearby. I, I keep one in my vehicle. So if I go to the gym... Um, and they don't have a mace, I, I have one I could grab, or I'm lucky enough where uh, one of the gyms I work out in has mace. So, yes, just about every time I walk into that gym, I grab the mace, and I swing it around, and I do all kinds of stuff, full body. Uh, sometimes I'm there for 30 minutes, and I'm just basically just doing warm-ups. I'm getting my body prepped, and I feel amazing when I'm – when I'm done, and then I go do whatever the workout is I need to do. If it's squats, I go do squats. Um, if it's shoulder pressing, I do shoulder pressing, and everything feels warmed up and ready to go. Um, it's way better than just you know uh, doing static stretching because we know that that's not a good way to to warm up anyway. Um, what are, what are other warm ups people are doing? That a lot of guys, what they do for a warm-up is they do a light, a light set or two before they do their actual main workout. And, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I usually do. But um, if you try it with the steel mace, warm up, and then do some light sets and then get into your main body of work, <clears throat> you'll see what I'm talking about. It will change how you train. If, uh, if you don't do it that way, then... Maybe you could add the steel mace in at the end of your workout. Kind of do it like a, almost like a cool down type of training. You could also swing the mace after every set you do. So maybe you're going to do five sets of squats. Uh, so you, you squat eight reps and then you grab the mace and you swing 20 times. And you're just staying active that way. You're burning more calories. You're staying loose. Uh, sometimes... Here's a problem that happens. You know, you do, say, eight reps. Let's just say uh, a pretty decent weight for you to squat is 225. And you do eight reps. And then you wait about two minutes before you do your next set. Typical strength training or hypertrophy training. Okay, so some things that go wrong on that uh, point where you're resting, that two minutes of rest, 
is it turns into five minutes because you're checking your phone, talking to your friend, talking to the girl on the other side, uh, stalking the girl um, who's trying to run away from you. Um, essentially, you are distracted by something. You might you might even start thinking, and you know what happens when you start thinking. Oh boy, a lot of bad stuff starts to happen. So, uh, I mean, I've had workouts where I'm in between sets. And I just start thinking about my day I have and all the busy stuff. And it, th it throws me off. You know, I, don't, I lose my focus. And then I go and I get under the, the, the squat bar or whatever it is I'm doing. And I notice I'm still thinking about that stuff that I need to do. And it distracts me from my lift. And then the workout becomes mediocre at best. So one of the things that's really cool about keeping a 10-pound, 15-pound base around and doing it in between sets is it keeps you engaged in movement and you stay more focused, keeps you off your phone, keeps you, keeps you busy, keeps you out of trouble, right? And you just stay on point. You swing it 20 times, uh, you know, and then you, you know, take a drink of water, take a few breaths, set yourself up, get back under the bar and do your next set, go back and swing again. So it's beneficial in that case, and um, I love it for that. So you, there you have uh, four either warm-up, cool-down, or in-between sets, or some variation like that. Or you could do all of that in one workout. Um, I've actually, instead of doing like these killer workouts where you do uh, squats, leg press, leg extension, leg curl, I'll just come in and I'll focus on you know, some real heavy squats, five or six sets, um, and lots of swings beginning you know, to start it off with throughout and at the end. And that's my, that's sort of like my leg workout that day. Um, just to, to hit the body a little differently. Um, I find that that kind of change up really works well. So that's something that you could do. Um, and then we're just talking about swings right now. There's tons of other exercises um there's in fact the swing itself has a, a bunch of different variations there's 360s there's 10 and twos um there's this swing out there called the hahnemann swing which is sort of like you swing to the left and you catch it and you do an arm curl with it throw it back up swing the opposite direction catch it on the other side do an arm curl with that side throw it up and you keep doing that that's a great swing there's um with a 10-pound mace, I, I could show you how to do outside mills, for instance, um, which is a great shoulder exercise. Shoulder day, the, when you're weight training, is a great day to bring out the mace because it trains your shoulders so well. So, you know, the amount of variation you get is unbelievable. And again, we're just talking swings right now. There also is the whole full-body element of training that you could do a 10 pound mace you throw it in your car uh it's in between your workout days maybe you go to the park maybe you know maybe you want to take your kids to the park and they're going to run around and play and you don't feel like just sitting there on your phone you take a 10 pound 15 pound mace with you and you could do a full body workout okay it's not if you're a strong guy yeah okay you're going to be basically doing 
uh, you know, stuff with your legs, lunges and things like that, that you're holding a 10 pound mace, not a lot of weight. You're probably doing way more when you do your leg workout at the gym. But this is a different kind of workout. This is a different day. This is the, a recovery day. Or it's just you've been training uh, consistently for weeks on end. You've been making great gains, but you're feeling beat up. You're feeling sore. And you don't know if you want to go into the gym and hit it hard that day. You almost feel like you got to take a day off. But you're, that robot brain of yours is just saying, no, work out, work out. Well, grab a 10-pound mace. Go to the park, get some sunshine, and essentially just move your body. And your your body will thank you for it. It gives you a moment to really fine-tune your system. Check check your body out, your structure. See, is anything hurting? You know, do you notice like when you lunge, your knee kind of has a twinge in it? Uh, this is stuff that you may not really notice if you're in your typical workout uh, program. So you got all that. Then... There comes steel clubs. Uh, steel clubs, you can learn them first, then mace next, or you can learn mace and then steel clubs. Uh, steel clubs adds uh, similar stuff and then a whole other round or uh, a whole other world of movement. And the idea is to get really intimate with, the, with these movement systems because it, you're kind of like in a room full of curtains when you first start you walk in through the door and all you see is curtains you pick up the mace and as you're moving this mace around doing basic stuff a curtain will flutter open and you'll see into the next room and then the curtain will close and then you'll move around more and then the curtain will open and you'll go into that room and you're kind of like advancing but that that room is full of curtains and you have to keep going deeper in and just keep working and curtains will start opening for you and you'll start to get a better vision of the rooms you're in and it'll start getting bigger and broader and you'll start seeing more there is a serious level of depth to this training and i will convey some of that to you right now so when you first start uh you're so uh, focused on this mace swinging behind you and to again i'm going to use the 360 swing as the example exercise <clears throat> now maybe you guys know um maybe you golf so think about your golf swing all right so this is the 360 the first time you learn how to swing a golf club your whoever's teaching you hopefully it's a coach right they're going to give you all these things you need to do as you backswing how far you backswing are you over over are you overdoing your backswing should you be a little shorter on your backswing and then your your swing through what your hands are doing your you know are you rolling over your hands are you opening up your hands and you know hitting hitting flush with the ball following through there's a lot happening in between the back swing and then your finish your follow-through and when you first start you're thinking about them all and it's overwhelming and the ball is not doing what you're expecting it to do maybe you're swinging too hard maybe you're swinging too light it, it's it's all over the place um or even um just picking up a fishing pole for the first time 
maybe you you're teaching your kids how to how to cast a fishing pole, a fishing line out, and uh, you got to teach them just a little bit of technique, and and then they got to get the hang of it. And in the beginning, they make all these weird mistakes because their central nervous system just doesn't know what it's doing yet. You have to get that smoothness going with the, with with your cast. It's the same thing with steel mace, and um, you're in the beginning. It's very robotic feeling. Uh, feels very unnatural almost because you've never moved that way before. And there's a lot of like things going on in your head, like oh, I'm gonna hurt my elbows. I'm gonna hurt my shoulders. I'm gonna hit myself in the head. I'm gonna I'm gonna look like a fool in front of everybody. All this self talk, which is all like doubtful self talk. Well, that's just the way it is when you start something new. Everything is hard in the beginning. But once you start swinging pretty decent, and it'll happen fast, especially if you have a coach. Um, I guarantee you if, you if you have a coach, they will have you swinging proper uh, within an hour. Um, so what starts to happen is a lot of this stuff starts to become second nature. And you don't think about it anymore. You just do it. And when it becomes second nature and you just do something, your your brain is more relaxed. Um, a good example of this would be uh, these, they did a study on the, in the Olympics, these, I forget what the sport is called. They ski and then they stop skiing and then they line up, uh, their rifle and they shoot and they're you know doing um, like basically sniper shooting and they need a very accurate shot so imagine you're cross-country skiing where your um, heart is beating really hard you're breathing really heavy you're sweating you're hot whatever and uh, now you have to stop position yourself at a target and take a shot and you know in order to shoot well you need to have control over your breath you need to calm down you need to relax and these olympic shooters they uh studied their brain waves and as they lined up their shot as they were getting ready to pull the trigger as they got closer to pulling the trigger as they pulled their trigger their brain wave activity actually got quieter and quieter like they got into a very relaxed almost meditative state and that's uh, mainly because of the repetition, the practice that they that they do, they shoot and they shoot and they shoot and they train and they and they're just their bodies are used to doing this. And anybody who's an expert at stuff like anything, uh, any sports, painting, uh, cooking, whatever, people who just do it second nature because they've been doing it for so long, are actually they are in like a meditative state. They're relaxed. And this allows their brain to actually reach out and, or, or, you know, more like their senses, not, you know, the brain is actually just taking the information in and making sense out of it, but they're, they're, they're able to reach out with their senses, all of them, and explore the environment that they're in while they're in the middle of the thing that they're doing. See, when you first learn how to do something, you're so focused on that one thing. Uh, in fact, a, a big problem is they're so f focused on their 360 swing 
that they're, they're squeezing the hell out of the handles. And they're very, very uh, tight all over. They're not loose. And all of this is basically a barrier in the beginning. But as they get through all this, they get an opportunity to sort of let their mind go. And their senses start to, like I said, uh, see themselves out into the environment around you. And then the process becomes different. First of all, that's the point where it feels good. You know, everything feels good. You, you're relaxed when you swing. You're, you're squeezing where you need to squeeze. You're letting go where you need to let go. Your brain starts to de-stress. You feel good when you're doing it. You, it's, it feels like home. Well, this is where you start to develop your next skill, okay? And, and it could be another move or it could be, you know, uh, swinging a heavier mace, whatever it is. It's, that's how it works. And it's a, it's, it could be a slow process in the beginning, but it's not really that slow, especially when you start light. And then uh, it becomes kind of exponential after that. You start learning faster and faster. And one of the cool things, too, in, when you're in the process of learning steel mason clubs is you learn how to learn. That's right. You learn how to learn. Um, for instance, if you're going to do um, something with one hand using a club, well, you're going to do it on, you're probably going to start with your right hand if you're right-handed, or you're going to start with your left hand if you're left-handed. I actually suggest you do the opposite. Learn on your uh, less dominant side first, and then uh, try it on, on your dominant side. But that's kind of like a small point. The, the more important point is you're going to learn something on your right side of your body. Say it's going to be an inside or outside mill. And then you're going to have to learn it on the other side of your body. Okay. And it's kind of like you're learning something twice in the beginning. But something interesting happens. You start to notice how you're learning. You're learning how you're learning. Because the only way I can explain it, and I would love to like get maybe an expert uh, on the podcast to talk about this one day, but the only way I can explain it is when you learn something on one side of your body, then you have to go to the other side of your body. You have to think about how you did it originally on the first side that you started on. And you're kind of relearning what you just did so that you could you tell yourself, oh, okay, this is how we do it on this side. I don't know if that really makes sense. Uh, but it, maybe if you rewind this and listen to it a hundred times, maybe it will. Otherwise, just keep going. Don't listen and just let's keep going and, and uh, we'll get to the bottom of this. So the, uh, the benefit is that you get to a point where you're, you're like almost watching yourself learn. And then you become learned of how you learn. I know it sounds weird, but this is like kind of why Steel Mason Clubs is so fun to get into. Because you start to discover these deep things about how your mind works. And uh, once you understand how, you, how you're teaching yourself left and right, left and right, left and right, over and over, 
then all that kind of just gets, it starts to come together and it just happens. And then you just do it. And it parlays into other things you do in life. Um, I feel like, uh, if you, like, let's say you're a really extroverted guy or a girl and, uh, you're always like talking to people and, and you, that's, you know, that's like what you like to do, be around a lot of people as opposed to an introvert who's a little quieter and more reserved and keeps to themselves more, uh, extroverted person who uses steel mace will actually, uh, have this opportunity to be, um, focused more on what's going on inside their head a little bit, which uh, maybe to some extroverts, that's a little bit of a scary thing. But I promise you, when you're using a steel mace or a steel club, it's not. It actually gives you a great opportunity to see yourself and see the world around you um, a little differently. You, de you develop a little bit more introspection. And um, if it's the other way, you're an introvert and you're using a steel mace, well, you, you get a bonus because here you are swinging, you're, it's second nature for you, and you're just kind of like deep in your thoughts, which is where you like to be anyway. And um, uh, the, the, the good thing about that is, is it, it, it's a familiar area, but the way you're getting into it breaks a pattern. And um, so if you're like a, a fireman and you're on shift, and maybe uh, for because cause you're introverted, you need to take a break from the group of guys and just go find a quiet place in the firehouse, maybe read a book or, you know, check out some stuff on your phone. Um, but you could also take a mace, break the pattern that you normally do, take a mace, go, go out in the bay floor next to the rig, you know, while maybe the guys are inside watching TV or whatever, and you could just swing for a while. It gives you that break, allows you to do the recharging that you need to do, and then you also get a little pump out of the deal. You get some blood flow, and you just feel good, and you did something. So this is like deep stuff. Um, I can't promise you this is what's going to happen for you, but when I talked to people uh, on the podcast uh, all the conversations I've had over the past four years uh, talking about this stuff, these are all common things that I've come to find people are experiencing. And that's why I could confidently speak about it. But of course, everybody's different. This could be something that happens or it might not be. But I guarantee you, if you mess around with the modality for even a short while, you'll start to pick up on these things. Um, it's good for you. It's just good for you. It's like eating your, your, uh, fruit, you know, eating your oranges and your apples. It is good for you. And after you, you know, maybe after you get done cutting the lawn, you've been sweating all day, you're kind of beat up and you have a big juicy orange and a big glass of ice water. And you notice how good you feel after it. And you're like, man, I gotta, I gotta eat more oranges. It's, it, it's, that's what it is. It's a big juicy orange that you put in your mouth. So, there's all those aspects going on. Um, now, let's just say you stick with it for three months, six months. You've been going at it. You're training regularly with your mace or your clubs. And, you know, at that point, there's, you're, like I said, you're going to start noticing you could do more with it. You're going to explore 
on your own because you found your happy place. You're you're zoned in. You're in the zone doing your swings or doing whatever it is. And you're like, oh, well, I could do this too. And, of course, you're going to be going online and checking out people's videos. Uh, SteelMaceNation.com has tons of free videos that you could check out. The Steel Mace Nation YouTube channel has uh, tons of free videos. Um, and, you know, you could be inspired by something you see that somebody's doing online. And because you have this familiarity with it already, you could see what they're doing and say, oh, okay, so... All they're doing is just moving like this. I, I could do that. And, you know, you've got the 10-pound mace. Even if even if you you moved uh, up and you got something heavier, you're swinging a 20, 25, 30-pound mace, and you're into, like, good heavy grunt work, you still got the one you started with, the 10. I guarantee you that thing will never go to waste. Um, you grab it. You practice a new move. Okay, so uh, you could do that, and then you got... If you have multiple weights or if you have an addicts, addicts makes a adjustable mace, you could pyramid up and pyramid down. So start off light for every workout, warm up. And as you come up in weight, you know, push the weight a little bit more every time. And then uh, you, you pyramid back down and then uh, you're done with your workout. You probably swung a hundred times, 200 times, 500 times. Uh, you start doing push-ups in between. You start doing body weight squats in between i'm telling you you know it's not what you typically think of when you go to the gym and train and if you're looking you know if you're looking for just hypertrophy and muscles <coughs> excuse me that is that is uh it's a helpful modality but yeah if you want to get big biceps curl weight but you could warm up doing uh let, let's say you get really good with mace you could take your 10-pound mace and swing it one-handed and just focus on that one arm at a time, squeezing the bicep, activating the lat, and then, you know, you do a set of curls. And then you go back and you swing some more and you do a set of curls. I guarantee you, you will have a tremendous arm pump. And uh, I can't prove this, but uh, anecdotally, I can tell you, when you swing like that and you curl... Uh, it, I think it helps prevent getting tendonitis, elbow tendonitis from, from doing curls. One of the reasons why you get elbow tendonitis when you curl is because you're squeezing the handle to death. Uh, because, you know, you, maybe you're like taxed out. Maybe you're trying to curl a 40-pound dumbbell and, and it's hard and you're going for as many reps as possible. You're looking to burn out the muscle and you're just squeezing and it's moving real slow. You're just holding that handle and squeezing. Well... I think that what happens is when you swing a mace in between, you know, you're grabbing a fatter handle um, if you're using, like, certain maces. Some, some maces have smaller handles. But you're not using a tight grip. You're actually using a sort of skin-tight grip. Uh, it's as tight as it needs to be. But you'll notice if your grip is too tight, you don't get an effective swing. If you've been swinging for three to six months, you're going to have a really nice grip on it. And then that's going to help uh, when, you, when you curl. And um, it just it allows blood flow to these tendons and everything like that as well. So you got all that, guys. And we still haven't 
scratched the surface. Well, I would say maybe we scratched the surface, but there's still much more we could scratch away at with this type of training. So in encouragement to you guys, I would say if you have access to a place where they have mace and you can get a coach, uh, do it. If you can't get a coach, then, you know, you could buy the Steel Mace Nation workshop. It's $99. Uh, I cover like a whole gambit of different things you could do with the mace. It gives you a good, uh, gives you a good platform to operate from. And you could just watch it on your phone and then you could swing and practice. And um, that's, that's an option. There, the other options, like I said, are uh, get me on a Zoom call. But kind of what I was trying to say was, you know, you, you might not, you might be reluctant on going out and buying a $50 10 pound mace. Um, so if you can try one somewhere and just try it at least once just to see if it's something that you like then that's what I recommend. Um, but I guarantee you, uh, you, you buy a 10-pound mace, I can give you a workout with that thing that, you know, it, you will benefit from it. You might be the best crossfitter in the world. Uh, you're doing heavy work all the time. You've got big muscles. You're in really good shape. Uh, if I see a person who's in really good shape and I know they work out, I know how to train them with a 10-pound mace so that they get a benefit from it. Um, it's really simple to do, and you just have to show the way, and then usually guys like that know exactly what is required, and they, 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 find, they find that the workouts are super beneficial. Uh, again, walking away from it feeling actually pretty like recovered from it stimulated a different way and this is something that you got to pay attention to because if you grind all the time especially you know if you're running bells you're not getting enough sleep uh you got stuff going on at home whatever the grind can grind you man i mean that's why it's called the grind so um having the mace or the clubs in your pocket as something other that you could do or in in tandem with really opens up a whole new world so uh, i think i'm gonna call it quits uh that's enough information on that but we're gonna be talking about this more hashtag steel mace firefighter on youtube on the steel mace nation youtube channel uh something to talk about if you if you use that hashtag on Instagram and on YouTube, you'll see I've got a whole bunch of videos, Steel Mace Firefighter videos. It's all free stuff that you guys can jump on. You probably, for the most part, can figure out most of it on your own. Uh, but if you really find that it's something that you love and you want to get really good at it, uh, send me a DM on Steel at Steel Mace Nation on Instagram or there is the uh, steel mace nation at gmail.com and um you know these are you can reach out we can set something up uh i can answer questions for you so guys thank you for tuning into this one and uh we'll see you at the next one take care